Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Dear Future Hubby Podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and y'all know how we do it. I'm going to read a poem from my book of poetry, and it is entitled A Strong Will Mind Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. Also, the title is called The Hem of His Garment. Tonight is going to be a little different, so if you are the type of person who is easily offended, you might as well log off now, (laughs) because tonight is going to include a prayer. So right now, I'm going to read this actual poem, and we'll go from there. Let me see your power, Lord. Heal my inner soul. If I could touch your garment now, I know I'd be made whole. The days are short, the nights are long, my burdens heavy weigh. You are my strength, you're all I need to make it through each day. I know you see my hurting heart, I know you feel my pain. Please take away the misery so that your peace I'll gain. Please let me touch your garment, Lord, the hem is all I need. Heal me, cleanse me. And guide me, Lord, I humbly draw nigh to thee. So that is the poem. If you would like to access my book of poetry, you are more than welcome to check out my website. And it is IamTeresaReese.com. However, I just really wanted to discuss just the blessings of God. The word of God says the blessings of the Lord make it rich and add no sorrow to it. And I truly and wholeheartedly believe that that is something that has been ingrained in me. That is something that I don't take lightly. That is something that I do not take for granted. Um, I know that God's hand is on my life. So whether it's intentional or unintentional, I can't help but talk about my Abba Father. I can't help but talk about my best friend. I can't help but be my authentic self. And so as I was preparing for tonight's podcast, I just started thinking about how certain thoughts can literally help to control the trajectory of your life. And I started realizing that it is so vital That the one thing that I've been doing through all the ups and the downs that I've encountered in my life, which is one of the main reasons why the book was called and is called A Strong Will Mind, is because through the the places of adversity, through the trials, through the tribulations, through the things that I have dealt with, through the things that I have weathered, through the conversations that my name came up in where people were not necessarily for me, Because the root of it was jealousy or the root of it was envy or the root of it was covetousness. Knowing that some of the reasons why certain people did not like me, couldn't stand me, couldn't stand a thought to hear my name had absolutely nothing to do with me. And it had everything to do with their own insecurities. It had everything to do with their own indifferences. It had everything to do with their own battles that they were battling. And instead of dealing with those insecurities, instead of shutting the mouth of the enemy within themselves, I was the person that was selected to project 
those negative thoughts and those negative words on. Well, tonight I come to serve the devil notice that no weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. That every tongue that rises against me in condemnation shall be condemned. And I am grateful for the opportunity to be used by God in any way that he sees fit. That I will not denounce the assignment of God because of insecurity, because of jealousy, because of covetousness, and just because of negativity. I will not allow what has been placed on my heart by my Abba Father to be canceled because someone didn't think of it first. I was inspired to do this by someone else. And instead of being jealous, instead of feeling like, oh my God, why didn't I think of that? I literally sent a prayer up and said, how could I do something similar where I would be able to touch the hearts and the lives of people that are in my situation? I know I'm not the only person that has had brain surgery. I know that I'm not the only person that has had it multiple times. I know I am not the only person that has suffered from divorce. I know that I am not the only person that has had that has had multiple children. I know that I am not the only person that has sometimes questioned God. I know that I'm not the only person that has sometimes been angry with God. And I know that I am not the only person that wholeheartedly loves God. Now, whether you recognize God as Jehovah, whether you recognize God as Jesus, whether you recognize God as Allah, whether you recognize God as Buddha, at the end of every single, each and every day, the one language that remains the same regardless of what you recognize and who you recognize God as, is the fact that love is what covers a multitude of sins. And so instead of me feeling as if I've got to walk on eggshells because somebody feels some type of way because of what has been laid on my heart, I need you to understand this one thing. God does not make mistakes. I am not a mistake. You are not a mistake. Therefore, if he has called you to do something, regardless if it is accepted, regardless of if it is supported by anybody, he is your number one supporter. If you don't believe that there is a God, Trust your own intuition. Trust the love that you have within yourself. Be your biggest cheerleader. Be your biggest friend, best friend against all odds. Because I truly believe that regardless of what man has said about Teresa Reese, that God gave me a name that man does not even know. God calls me by something different. And when he calls me, he is calling me to be obedient to the things that he has called me to do and to perform, whether people like it or not. I remember there was a time, because I've always been very sensitive to the voice of God. 
But I remember that there was a time that I literally, I don't even remember how old I was. But he's always been very, very specific with me. So I remember that he had given me these instructions and he was like, I need you to read the book of Jeremiah. And I'm like, God, that was the weeping prophet. Why in the world would you have me reading the book of Jeremiah? What does that have to do with me? And he was like, I need you to read the book of Jeremiah, Teresa, for the simple fact that I need you to not be moved by people's faces. Now, no one knew, at least the human side God knew but the human side didn't know that when he was telling me this at the age of 16 that eventually Facebook would be one of the vessels that would be used by man so don't look at their faces Teresa don't look at Facebook for recognition for support don't look at Facebook of whether or not people are listening to your podcast don't look at their faces Don't look at their likes. Don't look at their loves. Don't look at none of that, honey. You keep following me. You keep pursuing me. You don't draw back. Regardless of how they feel about your next venture, don't draw back. You keep doing what I've said to do. So the more that I have learned about how God operates in my life, the more that I realized that even when I was creating t-shirts, even when I put on a t-shirt to be set apart, that was God's instructions to me. The reason why I am not meant to quote unquote fit in is because I was created to be set apart. And anytime that you are set apart, that means that you can't follow the crowd. You can't be where the crowd is at. You're like the watchman on the wall. You got to do things differently. You got to move differently. I've heard a lot of people say that it's lonely at the top. Then I've heard some people say it's only lonely if you don't reach back to help others. Then I've heard other people say, well, sometimes you got to do the journey alone Because that's the only way that you avoid the distractions. But then I heard God say, for I know the thoughts that I have toward you, Teresa. Thoughts that are good to bring you to a hopeful and prosperous end. Ironic, huh? Isn't it ironic that the very book In the Bible that God would have me to read. That I never read. Let's just make that. I never read it completely. Let's just make that perfectly clear. So I I have not read it in its entirety. That's an assignment that I need to go ahead and focus on. Truth be told. And that also brings me to another point. That's just how awesome he is. Because even he knew when he gave me the instruction. I need you to read the book of Jeremiah. He knew how long it was going to take me to finally read the book of Jeremiah. But guess what he did? He gave me, uh, he gave me what is considered a cliff note. And that was Jeremiah 29, 11. He gave me a cliff note because he was like, it's going to take her a minute. 
She gonna go through some things. Eventually, she gonna get on the bandwagon and she gonna do what she needs to do. But in the meantime, I need her to hold on to something. A truth that is unwavering, a truth that is unaltering, a truth that no matter what she sees in front of her, because of the relationship that she has with me, when she hears those words, when she sees those words, something on the inside of Teresa is gonna raise up. Because she knows that my thoughts toward her are good. So then whenever there's an attack, she doesn't have to draw back because she knows my thoughts toward her are good. Whenever there's a delay, she won't draw back because she knows my thoughts toward her are good. Whenever there's a denial, she won't draw back because she knows my thoughts toward her are good. He gave me something to hold on to that was unwavering because he knows the hearts of man. He knows my heart. He knows who I am. He knows where I'm supposed to be. He knows what I'm predestined to do. He knows all of this truth. And because I trust him and because I love him, that is why I choose to operate in obedience, whether it is accepted by the masses or denied by the masses. I have been assigned for a time such as this to do this very thing, to speak those things that be not as though they are. And for that, I am very, very grateful because he could have chosen anybody, but instead he chose me. So I don't know to its full, full entirety who is holding up my ladder. But one thing is for certain, I know that God is. And sometimes when we're walking down this journey that we all call life, honey, that's all we truly need. Because man can lie to you. But God is not man that he should lie. Which means every word that proceeds out of his mouth is nothing but the absolute unadulterated truth. That is something that could be stood on until the test of time. That is something that I could bank on. That is something that I could believe in. That is something that you could believe in. So I wanted to just pray a prayer of encouragement over all of us. There are some people that may listen to this podcast that they're married and they're just like, Lord, I love her. I love him, but I'm sick of him. Then there are some people that are single and they're like, Lord, I'm tired of being single. And then there are some people that are engaged and they're like, when can we get married? Because COVID-19 just showed up out of nowhere. And so now their dreams of being wed have been placed on hold. And then there are some people that are single and they are very much content. But wherever you are in your walk of life, I wanted to take a moment to encourage you. You don't have to be who people think you are. Be who God said you are. Because that's the very thing that is going to stand the test of time. Not what man says, but what God says. So if you are offended by prayer, please go ahead and sign off. 
This is for those that want to come into agreement with me. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I come before you right now as humbly as I know how. Lord God, you are the author and the finisher of our faith. Lord, I ask, Heavenly Father, that you will begin to set things in motion like no other way, Father God. I ask that the impossible would start to manifest in our lives. We know that you are the great I am, Father God, and nothing is impossible for you. Mediocre, you don't have a place in our lives anymore. Settling, you do not have a place in our lives anymore. Father God, I thank you for elevation. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for your divine favor upon your children. I thank you, Father God, for the God ideas. I thank you, Father God, for the God inspirations. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that our iron is going to sharpen iron. If there are people, Father God, that are surrounding us that mean us no earthly or spiritual good, I ask that you set them aside, Heavenly Father, and replace them with the people that are intended for our lives. Jealousy, you cannot dwell around me. You cannot dwell in me. You cannot be an associate of mine. Insecurity, you have been evicted. I will not house you any longer. I am who God says that I am. I will be who God says that I will be. And he decrees all that I am. He has decreed it. He has declared it. And I come into agreement with it on this day, January the 17th of 2021. God, I thank you for all that you have done in my life. I thank you for all that you have done in my children's life. I thank you, Father God, that you are making crooked paths straight. And I thank you, Father God, that greater is in that greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. God, I thank you for sending the right people to me. It was something that I heard a few days ago, Heavenly Father, that made the world a difference in my life. That that statement, Heavenly Father, it resonated with me. I don't recall, God, who the person was that said it by name. But if they're listening to this podcast, they know who they are. But they said something that made so much sense. And they said, if you take the last five people that you have called in your phone. And you calculate their annual salary. And then you divide that by five. Most likely, that's about how much you are making per year. So God, I'm decreeing and declaring and expecting my expectations come. They are in you, God. I am expecting a spiritual shift. I am expecting for you to uh, realign my five. Heavenly Father, there are places that I want to go. There are things that I want to do. There are people that I want to see. And God, you know the deepest innermost parts of my desires. You said that you would answer the desires of my heart. And God, you know what they are. So I come before you right now asking that you begin to set things in motion, God, like only you can. I decree and declare, Heavenly Father, that those desires will be manifested in my life. That they are good and perfect thoughts toward your kingdom. That they are good and perfect thoughts toward you. Anything that is not righteous in your sight, I ask that it falls by the wayside. 
because all the choices that I make going forward, I need them to bring you glory. I need them to lift your kingdom. I need them to set an example of what it means to truly follow you. So God, I thank you for all that you're doing. I thank you for what you continue to do. And Heavenly Father, it doesn't matter how many people try to duplicate what it is that you have created. There will never be another me. So God, I thank you for all that you're doing. I thank you for all that you continue to do in my life. I thank you that I am significant. And I thank you, Heavenly Father, in your divine appointed time. That as you are mending the broken places of my heart, as you are causing me, Heavenly Father, to forgive those who have faltered against me and sinned against me. As you are truly giving me a heart of repentance and forgiveness. Lord God, I thank you that you are sending my true husband my way. For all the marriages, Father God, that have been pining for an answer of reconciliation, of how to get back on the being in love path. Dear God, I know that you can do all things but fail. Answer their desires of reconciliation, Father God. Let them find love again, Heavenly Father. Let them laugh again, create new memories, have joy, unspeakable joy. When they see each other, Father God, where they get the butterflies in their stomach, not because they're anxious, Heavenly Father, but because they're grateful. So God, I thank you even for the content single. Let them continue to be content, oh God, if it is their desire for them to remain by themselves. However, Lord, you already know my desire. I've been single for quite some while. Lord, I'm ready for my true husband. <laughs> so when you say yes, and I know you've already said it, allow the doors to be open that no man can shut, that we can meet each other, Father God, bring you all the glory, give you all the praise, and worship you like never before because you did it again. Continue to protect our families, Father God, from this pandemic. Continue to protect my children, Father God, from this pandemic. Allow my children to operate in godly wisdom, Father God, not to associate with certain people, Father God, because you can't see this pandemic. Wherever they're broken, heal them. Wherever there's unforgiveness, show them how to forgive. And just keep them covered, God, like only you can. I decree the victory over Satan and his imps. I cancel the assignment of the spirit of retaliation. I seal this prayer with the blood of Jesus. And I thank you, God, for all that you're doing now and forevermore in my life and in the listeners' lives. God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. So that concludes my prayer and I am going to read my letter and it says, Dear future hubby, as tonight comes to an end, I can't help but reflect on the series of events that took place on today. These are the moments when I wish that I could just pick up the phone and call you. When I could just go over each moment that held so much significance and hear your reaction to my good news. Today, one of the things I manifested came into fruition. Now, keep in mind, I've just recently started the, to work on my affirmations and manifestations. However, 
This particular incident came into fruition literally within 24 hours of me putting it into the atmosphere. I had the honor and the privilege of, to speak to millionaire Corey Hughes. Why is this so significant, you might ask? Because it confirms that the path that I am on is the one God intended for me to be on. He even told me that he would pray for me. Wouldn't it be nice if he became one of my wealth mentors? I'm manifesting again. I love you. Love, Teresa. I hope that y'all have a blessed and prosperous night. Do me a huge favor and take care of yourself because there is only one you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Bye. Y'all have a good one.